Hello and welcome to the Porterville Unified Pod. My name is Andrew Woodley and I'm the Director of Curriculum and Instructional Technology for the Porterville Unified School District. The goal of this podcast is to continue to communicate with our families, students, community, and all those that we love that live here in Porterville around topics that are important to both education and to the Porterville Unified School District. Today, my guest is Director of Continuous Improvement for Porterville Unified School District, Dr. Jen Franconi. Jen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Andrew. It's an honor to be here today. So a question I often get is if I'm from around here, and actually, I'm not originally from California. However, I've lived in the Central Valley now for 30 years. I grew up in the military and lived in many areas of the country and overseas. So asking where I'm from can be a complicated question to answer. So to keep it simple, I'll just say I was born in North Dakota. I attended kindergarten in Merced when my dad was stationed at Castle Air Force Base, and I graduated from high school in Wisconsin. In between all that, I've lived in and visited other states and countries, including Arkansas, Guam, and England, to name a few. My mom's family is from Wisconsin, so I often tell people I'm from there since I spent a lot of time there growing up. Go Packers! When I graduated from high school, I knew I wanted to move back to California because I remember that of all the places I lived, there were the most diverse experiences here. We can be in the mountains in a couple hours, or we can be at the beach in a couple hours. And the best part is we don't have to shovel snow. So I attended Fresno State where I got my BA in liberal arts and a multiple subject teaching credential. Once I got my teaching credential, I moved to Visalia only because they were the first district to hire me as a new teacher. And I've lived there ever since with my husband, Mike, and my two teenage boys. While teaching in Visalia, I worked on my master's in curriculum and instruction with an emphasis in teaching mathematics, and I earned an admin credential through Fresno State. I worked in Visalia Unified for 15 years, serving as a teacher, instructional coach, and site administrator before I joined the Tulare County Office of Education, TECO, nine years ago as an instructional consultant. I also completed my doctorate in education through Walden University while serving as a consultant. For the past four years, I served as the Administrator of Educational Resource Services at TECO, which is where I really grew my knowledge and skills around improvement, which has become a passion of mine. So I know what the words continuous mean, and I know what the word improvement means, but you put this together, and it's kind of a nebulous and strange term for me. So talk to me about about it. What is continuous improvement? Well, it's a couple things. For one, continuous improvement is a mindset. We can always do something better, make something better, and improve something, even if things aren't broken. An improvement mindset means we are constantly looking for opportunities to improve. And in the service of students, I can't imagine a more important mindset. It's also an intentional process of learning and measuring what is improving outcomes. I think of it like an athlete. For many athletes, the Olympics is their ultimate goal, and they work really hard to get there. Everything they do to improve their performance for the Olympics is very intentional. They track their performance based on small changes, like their nutrition or their training schedule. They track this in order to find what small changes help them perform better. The same thing can be applied in education. We can track and record data for small changes and find what improves our outcomes for students and the community. We often think of academic performance as the data we collect, but when it comes to improvement, we can look at many factors that influence academic performances, such as connectedness, a sense of belonging, and social-emotional well-being. All of these are areas we can intentionally focus improvement efforts to support increased academic achievement. 
It's about creating an environment that is best suited for each student to learn and have the opportunities to be their best. Okay, I can understand that. I, I get what you're talking about, a mindset about looking for improvement, tracking improvement. The, the analogy of an Olympian really helps, but I'm still confused as to what you do. So as the Director of Continuous Improvement, what do you do? Well, improvement is removing unnecessary hassle, improving outcomes, and solving problems. Part of my role is to investigate the system and monitor outcomes to inform our decisions as a district. My job's not to fix everything or single-handedly improve outcomes. Instead, it is about helping to create an environment for people to do their best work. It's about supporting the team. I can support this by learning about the system through conversations with people, observing, taking notes, and reflecting on information I learned that gives clues to successes and barriers. Then I can work with people to share this information and help them find ways to organize, communicate, and execute processes and structures for success. Using improvement strategies, we can monitor change ideas we're implementing on a small scale to see how we can create a system for success at a larger scale. I consider myself a thought partner for individuals and teams in our district and a facilitator of learning and leadership development as we develop our improvement culture. All right, that still sounds pretty big and nebulous to me, and, and I wonder where that fits in in a school district. So talk to me, how does your role like support students or staff or families here in Porterville Unified? Well, I'm all about service to students, staff, and community. And when we talk about systems improvement, it sometimes feels abstract and further away from the people, but it is really quite the contrary. We're really looking at the system from the perspective of everyone in the system. I refer to it as user perspective. What I mean is that we talk to people that interact with our systems to find out how it supports and serves them. Let me give you an example. Let's say a teacher wants to increase engagement in their classroom. As a former teacher myself, I know a lot of strategies that can be used for this. Most of those strategies are research-based and are something I can manage as a teacher. So I could put students in groups, use Kagan strategies, and implement academic discourse, and we'll find many gains. What is missing from the equation here is the perspective of students, the end user. What do students need to be engaged? Have we asked them why they choose to engage or not? And what does engaged mean to them or look like to them? I may find that these strategies work for a while or work for some of my students, but may not be what works for each student all the time. By listening to students and observing their behaviors related to engagement, I might find some small tweaks I can make to these strategies to ensure they work for each of my students all the time. When I see that engagement is not at its best during a lesson, I know more about my students to be flexible and shift in the moment to adapt to their needs. So in answer to your question about how I support students, staff, and families in PUSD, I seek to give them a voice and to hear their perspectives. This is an essential component to investigating systems and improving outcomes. So without saying, saying the word vision, I hear you talking about vision. It's understanding somebody's perspective, somebody's point of view. So let me ask you, what do you envision for this role in the next year, the next five years, whatever the future may hold? Well, currently I'm looking at data, connecting with people, and supporting our leaders with understanding improvement principles. My focus this year is to understand the system and to support leadership development. Remember, I'm not here to fix anything that's broken. I'm here to make the system visible to others and to work with people to remove barriers and problem solve where it is needed. There are many moving parts in a system and all of them can benefit from an eye on improvement. 
I anticipate many areas for which we can make changes for improvement, but we can't do it all at once. So I envision working with leaders to prioritize areas for a focus on improvement. In the coming years, we will be able to continue to monitor areas we focus on this year and make decisions about other areas we want to start investigating. It is called continuous improvement because it is a continuous process. So cycles of improvement will be a part of my work for a while, and I can't imagine anything I'd love more. So you kicked us off by talking to us about how continuous improvement is really a mindset. And so mindsets are owned by the individual. So let me ask you, how do you work to continuously improve? Well, if you haven't already figured it out, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to improvement. I read a lot and listen to Audible books during my commute to and from Visalia. So if anyone listening wants some book recommendations, I'm happy to share. I listen to podcasts as well, so I guess I'll be listening to this episode on my way to work one morning too. I also have a lot of mentors and coaches that I've built relationships with over the years who continue to support my learning and growth. I'm always seeking to learn with people And I find myself using improvement cycles both at work and at home. It kind of becomes a part of who you are after a while. You have to be willing to take risks when trying new things. And as a recovering perfectionist, that has been a journey for me. But I've learned that there's no such thing as perfect, but we can be better. And to be better, we have to be intentional about reflecting on what we learn from trying something. True excellence is not by accident. It is a continuous process that can be described and shared with others. So you'll often see me with a notebook and pen because I'm always listening for ideas and clues that give insight to a system. You just said something that I'm going to leave with from today's podcast. True excellence is not by accident. Um, And so what I take out of that is there's a lot of intentionality in uh, providing the best education possible for students. Um, And I got to say that really resonates with me. So I end every podcast with the same question, everyone. I know you've worked for different districts, you've worked in different areas, um, and yet you find yourself in Porterville. You woke up today and you drove to Porterville Unified School District to work. So why? Why are you here? Why do you choose to work for PUSD? Well, Porterville's a special place. I feel like I've been connected to Porterville since I married my husband 23 years ago. My husband and his sisters are all Porterville graduates. While we don't live here, we have family here and a history. My mother-in-law and her siblings were all Porterville graduates, and she taught in Porterville for 39 years. And this year, my oldest niece started at PHS, and I'll have four other nieces and nephews heading this way in the coming years. The fact that PUSD was seeking a director of continuous improvement shows how forward-thinking and intentional they are about doing what is best for our students. What I've learned about PUSD is that this organization is full of talented people with a heart for students and the community. I feel called to join this amazing team to serve this community. The students and families here deserve our best. And I hope that my work will have a positive impact for our most valuable resource, children. I don't know that I could have said that better. Thank you so much for being here today, Jen. I also want to take a minute and thank all the people that have a hand in making this podcast happen. Uh, We have amazing engineers, Kevin and Patrick, who put this together seamlessly and make it sound like we all know what we're doing. Uh, Noemi and Renee help us with the Spanish translations. Mr. Paul Young provided us the uh, beautiful music here, and I, I do want to give him a plug. He is a strings teacher at Pioneer Middle School, and that's a program that you can get your kids into so they can learn to play like Mr. Paul Young himself. So again, thank you for being here and we will see you next time.